0: Welcome in to an almost football is back edition of the extra yard here on the five reasons sports network. I am Alex Dano alongside former Miami Dolphins running back who's showing off the guns today. I don't have my tickets to the gun show Troy Stratford, but how are you doing? Whoa, look at that. <laughs> how you doing Troy? It's all fake. Don't worry about it. Well, I know I know you work out because sometimes when we've done these extra yard shows, you've had your, your camera in your home gym.
1: So you're telling me you don't use the home gym that you have there? Sad to say, I can't remember the last time I I walked wow. through it. But I never stop and do something in it.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: that, that's the, uh, I need to get a membership somewhere at a gym. Something that I pay for that I need to go to and then I'll be dedicated to it. When it's in yeah. your house, you're like, eh, I ain't got to do that right now.
0: When it's in your house and the equipment's already paid yeah. for, there's no yeah. motivation. Well, if you see, like, the prices of gym memberships have gone, like, way up. So oh, if, you're paying, no yeah, if you're paying, like, hundreds of dollars a month really? to be part of equal, like, the the, the really nice ones. Like, uh, like, if you're part of, I think even LA, I, I don't even know what it is these days because I, I actually, like, at one point it got because I'm the opposite. For me, if it's too expensive, I'm not doing it. So I quit my gym <laughs> membership like a year ago, and I just do like push-ups and sit-ups at home when I feel like it is you what know, I do. No,
1: that's the best exercise. Yeah, it if is. Get you, you down before you go to bed and when you wake yeah, up.
0: That, that's if what you, see, I you, usually not when I wake up because I'm usually just like too 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 cranky. But before I go to bed is when I usually hit it. If
1: you do 50-50. you will see a difference that's incredible in your body. Maybe I'll start that like next week. (laughs) This will be a good time to start, right? Because NFL
0: training camps are about to get started. Miami Dolphins, the veterans uh, are reporting, have reported today. And the first real training camp practice is going to be in five days, Troy. July 30th is when training camp officially opens for your Miami Dolphins. But the gang is getting back together. They are reporting today. On this episode, we're not only going to talk about Troy's biggest concerns and our biggest storylines heading into this season. Uh, We're going to talk about some expectations because the Dolphins have made top 10 in some power rankings, big expectations. But I also I I want to play a little bit on Troy's experience. So you went through uh, a, a number of Dolphins training camps under Don Shula back in the day. You know, they don't do two-a-days and three-a-days anymore like they used to when Shula was there. Right. What what was that first day of training camp like with Don Shula? Because I'm picturing a lot of people throwing up all over the practice facility.
1: I tell you this, like, way back then, way back then, I was actually a holdout. I was a fourth-round draft pick, but oh. I was a holdout. And so behind the scenes, um sitting there talking to my agent like dude i i gotta get to camp like i gotta get in there because i'm a fourth round draft pick they don't care about me right now i said i gotta go to work and so i think i was a holdout for maybe two days okay (laughs) two days and i remember the first two days that i was holding out that I got in my car and I drove to the facility to the field. I got lost, like I I didn't know eight twenty six from ninety five. Like I and you didn't have
0: GPS back then either.
1: You didn't have GPS back then, so I rode around. I was going up and down ninety five, and I go, "This is not it. This is not it." I was like, "All right, try this highway." So I tried that highway, and it was eight twenty six, and I finally found St. Thomas, and so I rode by the practice field, and I saw all the players out there, and it, like, just hit my heart. I was like, this is where or that's where I need to be right now. But it didn't happen. But finally, I got the deal done. I go into camp, and now I'm sitting there like, I don't know, kindergartner in the classroom, right, sitting there looking around like, I don't want to be here. It's just too much going on. But you get it, you get accumulated to it and everything works out.
0: Wow. I'm happy it worked out. And then, like, once you actually get on that field for the first time, you talk about the meeting room. No, no.
1: When you get on the field and you allow your talents to do everything so you don't have to sit there and think about, okay, am I good enough or anything? Uh. When you put your eyes on other players and you know what you could do, it's just like magical. Like, Because I remember going to my first practice and I remember looking at all the talent that was around. And like I did in college, I go, I'm better than all of them. (laughs) I hate to sound cocky or anything like that, but. That was the reality for me at that time. I'm sure there are guys that go to training camp or whatever, and they sit there and they got to really, really fight hard. Like they didn't have the skills, but I mean, one day for me, and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm I'm relaxed. I'm Do you right. remember, uh,
0: like, the first time in practice that you got noticed by Coach Shula? And was it for something good or something bad? Like, did he give you, like, dap for, like, hey, Troy, that great play? Or was it like, what the hell are you doing?
1: You know, Shula only – he only yelled at me one time. Really? It, it, one time. And it was in the middle of a game, and – Something happened. I don't remember what happened, but it was hot down here like it is now. It's been blazing hot down here. And we're playing the game. And so I'm sitting on the bench and I have my head down, like collecting my breath and, you know, getting ready. And he comes from the sideline and he's like, What are you doing? What are you doing? That was sure Like, What are you doing? And I go, Donna. I said back to him, because this is in the middle of a game, and I go, I'm all right. I'm just catching my breath. Like, I yelled back at him. Wow. After he walked away, I sat there to myself, and I go, oh, shit.
0: (laughs) I just yelled at Don Shula. (laughs) I
1: just yelled at Don Shula. You know, because times were different way back then. You know, you, you couldn't do that. You couldn't talk, or you weren't supposed to do that, talk back to the coach, and I'm like, Oh, my goodness. I just yelled back at him. But I was, in, I was caught up in the moment. I'm like, like I'm not wiltering away. I'm not checking out. I'm just here getting myself ready. Like, leave me alone. And that was it. That was a, really the only exchange we really had. Now, what about,
0: like, your, your first exchanges with Dan Marino? Like, uh, I'm assuming you guys probably became pretty fast friends because he liked, you know, having an offensive weapon like yourself. But what, what was it like when you first got to know Dan?
1: It was interesting. Like, when I camp started oh, and I went through camp, I wasn't able to work with Dan Marino. I wasn't on the first team. I wasn't able to work with Duper and Clayton and Dwight Stevenson. You know, I was on the second team. So I would go in there. I was working with Don Straub. And thank goodness that I did. Seriously. Because Don and we actually had a strike that year. A lot of people don't remember that. Oh. All of the money that these guys are making nowadays, like we were part of it way back then, striking to change the rules And so, yeah, they do need to pay us. We'll get around to that. (laughs) Mm. But, yeah, Don Straub, we used to practice on our own, no coaches. We would go to, uh, I think it was Miami Day. I forgot what the name of the park was. And Dan Marino would still work with Duper and Clayton and the first team. And then I would go up with Don Straub. And Don Strzok would call a play in the huddle. And we get to the line of scrimmage. And there was a sequence that a quarterback went through. And if he went through the sequence, that means that he's changing the play. And so he changed the play every single time. And I'm like, why does he keep changing the play? Like, because I didn't know all of the plays. Like, the back of my hand so he would change the play but in hindsight it actually helped me in the future when I got to go into the huddle and play with Dan Marino in the first team because when he changed the play I was ready for the next play so it was all
0: right uh, I love it Alex Dono alongside I'm Troy Stratford playing.
1: Don, Don, Don Strzok played a major role in my career. Nat Moore, Tony Nathan, those guys played a, a major role.
0: I, I love it. Uh, here with Troy Stratford, I'm Alex Dono on the Extra yard Miami Dolphins veterans reporting for training camp today. First training camp practice is going to be on July 30th. High expectations heading into this season, Troy. E- even though the Dolphins are in one of the toughest divisions in the league on paper, I was looking at the uh, preseason power ranking on Bleacher Report, their latest edition. Not only do they have the Miami Dolphins in the top 10, they have the Miami Dolphins in the top seven, which means they meet expectations. They're not only a playoff team, but they're a team that should be making a deep run in the playoffs. And that was something that Mike McDaniel talked about today. He said, like, getting to the playoffs, we did that last year, been there, done that. We really want to actually – we want to win in the playoffs. That's what they're looking to do this year. So the Dolphins rank uh, number seven – In the latest Bleacher Report NFL Power Ranking, let me pull up the full list to see who we are behind. I think we're uh, at some point behind the Buffalo Bills, but we're ahead of the Jets and way ahead of the Patriots in that power ranking. So the Jets come in at number 11, the Chargers at 10, the Jaguars at 9. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens at eight. The Dolphins coming in at number seven in that power ranking. The Dallas Cowboys at number six. The San Francisco 49ers at five. The Bills at number four. The Eagles at number three. Super Bowl runner-ups from last okay. year. The Cincinnati Bengals at number two. And the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs at number one. So I'm the okay Dolphins are that. in some good company there.
1: I'm okay with that. The Miami yeah. Dolphins have ranked there. You know, people are sitting there saying the Miami Dolphins they have enough talent where they can actually make some noise here and they have them at number seven that's fine that's fine with me and it is time coach mcdaniel it is time where the Miami Dolphins just they they made the playoffs last year but it's time for them to win and move that team forward in the playoffs You got to give credit to the guys upstairs, right, for bringing in additions to this defense, to this offense, to this coaching staff. And when it comes to it, and I know you were going to get to it, but when it comes to it, okay, just think about anything and everything you've done in your life. The first time you've done it. Very first time that you did, I don't know, went to your college class, first time you drove a car, no matter what it is, the first time you do something, you're apprehensive, right? Like a little bit nervous about doing it. I look at the head coach last year saying this is his first time doing that. And we've had – A number of times throughout the season, not saying that he's not going to make those mistakes again, but we had a number of times throughout last year where people were questioning his decision, whether it was going forward on a fourth and short, whether it was time management, he was still learning on the job. And so now I'm sure he went through that entire season and he said, I need to correct this. I would have done this. I would have done that. Not saying he's not going to make these same mistakes again, but chances are they're shrinking that he's going to make those mistakes again. So I think he is the number one, the number one, Donald, Mm -hmm. in this entire puzzle because players play. Like LeBron James shows up all the time. Patrick Mahomes shows up all the time outside of injury players play i like to call them ballers but they play if you if you are good you're gonna make plays i don't care who you are tyree kill he's a damn good player he's gonna make plays he's gonna score touchdowns he's gonna have big catches Xavier howard he is a good player. He is going to make plays. He's going to come up with INTs. The only question I have about Xavier Howard is, okay, did he get to that point where his body is failing him?
0: Yeah. I think he's 30, 30 now or he's, he's on the wrong side of 30.
1: And, you know, you can't control that. I, I don't care how much you work out. I don't care how much you do, extra stuff. When your body wants to fail you, it fails you. That's just how it goes. So outside of health, I go head coach number one. Number two, I go defensive coordinator, right?
0: Well, And and, and look at this. uh, I don't know if you can see this on the screen, Troy. This is uh, from Alfredo from three yards per carry. Better battle at training camp. Hill and Waddle versus versus X and Ramsey, which is going to be – that to me, that's what I'm bringing my popcorn for. Or the battles when you get those 11-on-11s going, Mike McDaniel calling the offense versus Vic Fangio calling the defense. That's going to be a chess match as well.
1: That is absolutely great. When it comes to the players on the field, I don't know if it's actually a competition – I think it's more about communication and one helping the other get better. Like, okay, Tyreek Hill, he he got Ramsey on this play. They're going to have a conversation. They're going to start talking. He's going to, next time Ramsey goes out there, he's going to sit there and say, okay, he lined up here. This is what he could do to me. It's so many things that go on when it comes to, Defense Head coach and and defense coordinator, coordinator. they're going to sit there and they're going to try and outbox each other, but it's a team concept. So they know what they're trying to work on on the field before they go out on the field. So we're going to work on this today. Now, Coach McDaniel, McDaniel, we're going to work on this today now Defense quarter is sitting there saying, all right, how do we defend this if we see this? But again, I go back to how much fun this offense was last year. I thought it was great. Outside of injury, it was absolutely fun. It got you out of your seat. The Miami Dolphins had big plays. And so now I'm sitting there saying, how much more comfortable is Coach McDaniel?"
0: Saying,
1: I got this, I got this I can play with, I can do this, I can do I think it's going to be, believe it or not, I believe it's going to be totally different than what we saw last year to a different level. I really think that the Miami Dolphins are going to be on this level where they can – I'm not afraid, and I think I said this last year, but I'm not afraid of playing any team in the National Football League with what the Miami Dolphins have on offense, what the Miami Dolphins have on defense, what the Miami Dolphins have on special teams. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you could just see uh, within the last couple of years, the Dolphins closing that gap between teams like the Chiefs and the Bills, right? I mean, you know, last year the Bills took two out of three from the Dolphins, but the Dolphins won a thriller against the Bills and they nearly beat them both other times, including the playoff matchup when they were down to their third quarterback.
1: With the so, third string quarterback, okay? Exactly. Exactly, strong quarterback in a playoff game on the road, and the Miami Dolphins haven't had an opportunity to win that game. They didn't win that game, but that's all right, and that just builds confidence. And I am very at anything. I am looking forward to see Bradley Chubb how he steps up, how he plays, how Ramsey plays. I really think it's going to be a huge year for uh, the safety. Uh, Oh, Javon Holland. Javon Holland. Sorry, I forgot his name. I think he's going to have a huge year. He doesn't have to spend his time, in my opinion, helping out my right cornerback, helping out my left cornerback. He could get more involved, and he's a physical guy. He could get more involved in the in the running game. He could get more freelance in the passing game. And I think when you have – because this is a passing game now in the National mm-hmm. Football League. They throw the ball all over the place. Oh, yeah. And I'm sitting there saying – it affords the Miami Dolphins with a freedom, with their free safety, where he's not worried about, oh, I got to help out this cornerback over here because he's not at that certain level. And I really think that Holland's going to have a huge year for the Miami Dolphins at the safety position. I mean, when you have lockdown cornerbacks, like back in the day, and I'm going back, Deion Sanders, when he locked down that side of the field, the safety didn't have to look over there. The safety went to the other side, and he helped out someone over there. And so, I think that it's going to be a big year out of him. And he's he has shown over the last year or two that he he's an outstanding player. He has a nose for football. He's a smart player. Big things out of him this year.
0: Well, and I want to get into a couple more of Troy's questions and concerns heading into training camp. Uh, But I want to remind everybody before we get to all that, that we are proudly brought to you by Prize Picks and You Break Wheel Fix. Guys, you should be utilizing Prize Picks even during the football offseason because there's plenty of baseball action going on. Soccer, international friendlies, Women's World Cup, MLS, regular season action. You can get props on Messi. Messi is now in Miami. Inter Miami is playing tonight. So there's so much going on on Picks. Sign up. It just takes a few minutes. PrizePicks.com or the PrizePix mobile app and use our code 5, F-I-V-E. Use our code 5 and they're going to match your first deposit up to 100 bucks with free play money right there for you to use on the app it's awesome it's fully legal in the state of florida by the way easy to deposit and it just takes seconds to get your money out so sign up with our code five f-i-v-e and they're going to match your first deposit up to 100 bucks so the way price picks works is it combines my love for parlays and daily fantasy you simply select two three four five six players and predict if they're going to go over or under higher or lower than their various stat projections and if you get all your picks correct you're winning real money and you can win big money on there. So check it out. Prizepicks.com, or the PrizePix mobile app with our code five. And they're going to double your first deposit up to a hundred bucks. We're also brought to you by our great friends at Ubrake Wheel Fix, the complete automotive wheel solution. You ever park your car too close to the sidewalk curb? I know I have. I did that recently. Actually, Ubrake Wheel Fix specializes in the repair of damaged wheels from bends, cracks, curb rash. Are your wheels feet faded or peeling? You don't need to replace them as you break Wheel Fix can refinish them to like new. They offer complete refinish options through powder coating, matching, polishing. U-Break Wheel Fix is the answer to all of your wheel needs, and they can even trick your wheels out. They can make your wheels uh, refinish them in dolphins' colors, hurricanes' colors. Miami Heat colors, vice colors, they can give your ride a new look. U Brake Wheel Fix offers also many car customizing options, such as new custom wheels and tires from your favorite brands, performance upgrades, window tinting, suspension modifications, and it's located just south of Aventura. You can reach Mark and his staff at 305 748 0112 or Online at YouBreakWheelFix.com. They're really active on social media as well. All platforms at ubreakwheelfix. So shoot them a DM on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter to get an estimate in just minutes at ubreakwheelfix. Alex Dono and former Miami Dolphin Troy Stratford with you here on the Extra Yard. As veterans are reporting from Miami Dolphins training camp, first practice gets underway in just a few days. Uh, so Troy, you mentioned you know Mike McDaniel, the adjustments he needs to make heading into year two. Um, any other big questions or concerns you have? Because for me, and I know I sound like a broken record, you got to keep your quarterback healthy. Because right. when he's healthy, it's night and day—a completely different team when Tua Tagovailoa is healthy. Part of that, you know, is on him. He's doing the jujitsu in the off season, but the bigger part of that to me is can the offensive line keep him upright? You can do. You can be a black belt in jujitsu, and that's not going to help you if your O line's getting you killed. So how's the O-line going to be this year?
1: I know I mentioned Coach McDaniel, uh defense coordinator, right? But when it comes to the offensive line coach, Butch Berry, he has yep. almost as – he can't – he cannot control injuries, okay? Right. And I, I, I try and – whenever I'm talking to someone about the season – how the Dolphins are going to do, how is is going to make out. I go outside of injury. We can't control injuries. Injuries happen. And the Miami Dolphins offensive line last year suffered some, some injuries, right? Left tackle, right tackle. Like You can't win without your left tackle, without your right tackle. And so now Miami Dolphins, they made a change at the offensive line position, and I've always said, and I don't know if I'm right on this, it's just what I thought, that is the one position that you could play in the National Football League with technique. Yeah, you have to be athletic, but I want to see the system of how it's starting to work up front, the camaraderie that those guys have up front and if, and if they stay healthy, okay, they they got to stay healthy. I just want to see the difference that's going to make it make the difference for the Miami dolphins on this thing because they have to protect Tua. They have to be able to run the ball as well. As much as we like to see them throw the ball when they need to get a yard, when they need to get 2 yards or 3 yards, they got to go get it. So As a group, and and I'm talking about the entire team, I could really sit here and say outside of head coach McDaniel, the offensive line coach may be the biggest blockbuster on this football team because, again, I'm not worried about Tyreek Hill making plays, Waddle making plays, Tua making plays. I'm not worried about Howard making plays. I'm not worried about these guys making plays. If you're a player, you're a player. You're going to make plays. You're going to come to the ballpark, and I hate to put the baseball reference in there. You're going to go to the football field, and you're going to make plays long as they stay healthy. That's the biggest question mark, okay? But the coaching I think this year makes – I can't tell you how big I feel the coaching will play a role for this Miami Dolphins team this year. I'm
0: with you on that 1000%. And I'm also with you on Tyreek Hill, who I think is going to have a monster year. Uh, You know, he just uh, was able to put his legal trouble behind him, reached a settlement with that uh, Marina worker that he had the incident with, you know, he, Seems like he could just focus now on football heading into training camp week. And so Tyreek had mentioned that his goal is to eclipse the 2,000-yard receiving mark. And if he does that, that would be a single-season receiving record because Calvin Johnson holds the record at 1964, 1,964 yards. And Troy, if Tyreek stays healthy and if Tua stays healthy – I think Tyreek is going to break that record and go over two thousand yards this year because I, I just look. I look at his numbers last year in a season when you know he didn't have his starting quarterback for a handful of games, and we saw what a difference it made when Tua was on the field versus off the field. So if I'm if I'm going to assume that Tua is going to be on the field more consistently this year, he'll last year. Uh, had 1,710 receiving yards, 14.4 yards per catch, which was, you know, not not his career high, but in, in that conversation with his better years. Uh, I, I think he's going to go over 2,000 this year, Troy, unless injuries are a factor either for him or for the quarterback.
1: And we're going to enjoy watching him do that because yeah. it is right there at their fingertips. I believe, again, this offense is going to be more creative they're going to show us more ways in which they can get their stars open. Head coach will be a lot more comfortable calling plays whatever it is. Like you said, outside of health, I think all of us dolphin fans should sit here and you 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 get your popcorn ready because this could be special. I love how Tyreek talks. Yeah. It's not being cocky. It's not like he no, no, He knows how good he is. He knows that no one in the National Football League can cover him. And that's a fact. No one one on one can carry him.
0: Not even Jalen Ramsey, who he's going to see. In no practice. one.
1: No one could cover him. Now, will you make plays as a defensive player against him on occasion? Yes, because you're a damn good NFL player yourself. But he knows doggone well how confident he is, his skill level, and Tua knows that, the energy they must feel from one another and, and including, you know, Jalen Waddle. It's it's insane. If you are a defense going to play against the Miami Dolphins that week, and I know you're confident as well. But you're sitting there saying, oh, my God. Like, what am I going to do to slow this down, to stop that? So, if the offensive line is solid with the new system that's going into place, Tyreek Hill is off the the charts. You know Waddle is off the charts also because he's getting that from Tyreek, but he already had it coming out of Alabama. Tua just needs to stay healthy. Donald, this could be – I'm telling you, this could be – and I hate – this is the most exciting that I've been about an off season when it comes to the Miami Dolphins that I can remember. They could do some damage here, and I think that every team that they're getting ready to play – is sitting there saying, oh, my goodness, how do we slow them down? How do we slow them down? And I'll go back to the offseason, right, when the whole uh, Aaron Rodgers deal happened and he went to the New York Jets. You remember how exciting or excited I was? I was like, I like that he's going to the Jets. That's just two more games on the Miami Dolphins schedule, coaching staff, players where they're more focused because – They know they have to rise to another level to slow them down, to beat Aaron Rodgers, and I'm sitting there saying, what the hell are people thinking when they come to play the Miami Dolphins? What they're thinking is, we got to get the tool. we got to get him out of there. That's what they're thinking. It's not like, oh, we're going to shut down Tyreek Hill. You're not. We're not going to shut down Waddle. The running game is definitely solid for the Miami Dolphins. This is going to be a big year for the Miami Dolphins. Big year, big year. Well, you heard it. A, hurt. I, I love it. And,
0: and in the next episode that Troy and I do together, hopefully later this week, I, w- I want to talk a little bit about a, another running back option. We'll see how things play out with Dalvin Cook. Uh, do you have any thought on that before before we wrap it up?
1: I don't know what's gonna happen with him. I think he'll end up in a nice place. I don't yeah. know if it's with the Miami Dolphins. I understand the Miami Dolphins putting an offer out there, but you know, they were low balling him at the time. I I have to ask this question. Yeah. The pronunciation, I hate to put you on the spot. The pronunciation of the rookie running back the Miami Dolphins drafted out of Texas A&M. It's easier than you think. Devon A. Chain. Devon H. A. A chain.
0: A chain. A lot of people are like, is it a Kane, a Chane? A chain. Easy enough, right?
1: Okay. He is the first running back that I looked at and said, he reminds me of me. Ooh. Now, I, I, I'm not saying I'm a Hall of Famer. Now, see,
0: now, 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 I guess I'm wrong here because uh, Alfredo is saying it's a chain. Uh, well, listen, I, I, all ah, I can tell you, unless, unless, he deci- unless he pulled a Patrick Sertan and decided to change it, Sertan. when I uh, when I covered him in college, everyone was calling him A-Chain, but I stand corrected. A-Chain. Ah,
1: A-Chain. Ah, A-Chain. Ah, ah, chain. Ah, chain.
0: I'm going to keep really, calling him A-Chain. It sounds way cooler.
1: I like his game. I really <laughs> like And I remember when he was drafted, I went and looked at some highlights and stuff like that. I think he has excellent footwork I can't wait to talk to him one day because I want to ask him about his vision like I thought one of my biggest assets was my vision like I I could see the whole field there are a lot of guys that play this sport and they have tunnel vision like like a horse in a race they got on the blinders so that they don't see the horse on the other side of them and I look forward to talking to him because I I watch his game, and I go, I like what he does there. He makes people miss. However, he could run between the tackles as well. He could catch the ball out of the backfield. And I said, he reminds me of, you know, uh, Troy Straffer back in the day. So let's see what happens with him. I love that. Dalvin Cook, I I don't think he ends up here with the Miami Dolphins. I mean, if he did, Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, I just don't see it happening. <laughs> well, we will
0: revisit that. Uh, maybe there will be some resolution by the next time we do an episode. He's Troy Stratford, former Miami Dolphins running back. I am Alex Dono. Uh, I encourage everyone subscribe to Five Reasons Sports on YouTube and subscribe to the Three Yards Per Carry audio feed. We are an extension of that show where Alfredo, Chris, and Simon do a fantastic job They uh, they recently came back last week was their first episode back to kind of finish off the offseason. So, you know, football is back. Uh, You can get our episodes, the audio version on the three yards per carry audio feed for Troy Stratford. I am Alex Dono. We'll talk to you again next time on another episode of the Extra Yard. Part of the Awesome. football is here. We are part of the awesome five reasons sports network. See ya. Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts. Let's go.